Hello, everybody. Welcome back to GC365. Today is December 7th, and we are on day 341. And there are 18 days until Christmas. Yay! So we thought we would bring out our ugly Christmas sweaters and just celebrate this holiday season. So I am Liz. I am the Kids Zone Pastor at the Mill Creek Campus for all the first, second, and third graders. And I'm here with... I am Krista, and I'm the database administrator here at the church. Yeah, and I just have to share with you guys, um, when I very first started, I came in for an audition Sunday, which was terrifying to me. Um, But as you can see, it all worked out. And we do a morning huddle where we all get together as a kids ministry team. And we make sure that we're covered in all areas. And then we pray together as a ministry team. And Pastor Stacy was introducing me to everybody in the kids ministry because I hadn't met anybody. And when it came to her saying, Krista, I went to shake Krista's hand and I was like, oh my gosh, we graduated from high school together. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had not seen her since high school. Yeah. And then come to find out that she was my daughter's small group leader all through high school, through her senior year. So yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Fun connection. Yeah, a little (laughs) bit of information. Um, So uh, we read through Hosea 6, 7, 8, and 9. And in Hosea 6, um, he is praying with a proper heart. Instead of arguing with God or being mad at God for kind of calling him out and correcting him, he says a prayer for um, all of the people in Israel. But verse three stood out to me and it says, oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn or the coming of the rains in early spring. And this just stood out to me because I believe it's so important to pursue the knowledge of the Lord. And when we do pursue the knowledge of the Lord by reading his word, he's going to bless us. And uh, we talk about this a lot in our kids' ministry. It's not just... um, something you do on occasion. It's literally pursuing a relationship every single day, whether it's reading your Bible, which is very important because knowledge is power. And the more you read your Bible, the more equipped you will be to handle different situations. Um, But you could spend time with him in prayer and quiet time. And the more you spend time with him, the more open you are to hearing what God has to tell you and direct you down the right path. Uh, Did anything stand out to you? Yeah, so this was funny. Um, Verse seven actually stood out to me and it says, but like Adam, you broke my covenant and betrayed my trust. Now, it stood out to me because we've always heard that it was Eve, you know, and it was Eve's fault. And in this particular verse, it says like Adam, you broke my covenant. So I just, I kind of chuckled when I read that because I was like, okay, well, all the times that we've gone over that Bible story, it's always Eve. Yes. So Adam was called out for his sin. He was. And that. Um, So then Hosea 7, um, Hosea really wants to help the people of Israel. But in verse one, it says that their sins are too great. 
So what stood out to you in that? Um, So verse eight stood out to me. It says the people of Israel mingle with godless foreigners, making themselves as worthless as a half baked cake. Now I am a baker and I know how worthless, truly worthless a half baked cake is. And a lot of times, I mean, you can really mess up a cake if you half bake it and then try to correct it and bake it enough. It really can mess with the whole scientific process. So this really stood out to me as... Yeah. And if you guys have never had her cupcakes or anything, phenomenal. Absolutely delicious. (laughs) So not much stood out to me in this, but it made me think of times in my past. So um, God was willing to heal and help the people of Israel, but they were not willing to listen to God or even follow God. And their sin was more important than their relationship with God. And it just made me think of my past, which I know I've shared a lot about on these 365s, that when I was in my early 20s, I didn't think that God saw my sin, just like the people of Israel did not think that God was seeing their sins and their worshiping false idols. They just didn't believe it. And I know that I am personally thankful to have a God who is so forgiving and so loving and so welcoming back because I also went through that. And I was thankful that God put somebody in my life to kind of lead me in the direction towards checking out a church. And then that started growing my relationship. Um, I'm definitely not perfect by any means, but (laughs) uh, the more I spend time with God and reading his word, I'm, I'm more educated. And so I don't make those same mistakes. And I know that you cannot hide sin from God at all. He sees everything, but the people of Israel did not believe that. Um, and then Hosea 8, it almost reads like a book that I couldn't put down because I want so bad for the people of Israel to just turn from their sinful ways and follow God. And um, in verse 12, it says, even though I gave them all my laws, they acted if those acted as if those laws don't apply to them. So when we give ourselves the opportunity to be put in a place or hang out with people that constantly sin, we're probably going to sin as well. And so it's our job as Christians to follow the law of the Lord, which is written in the Bible. But it doesn't mean that we have to continue to have those relationships with those people that are continuing to sin. And so the way that I think about it is I have done all that I can and I've planted that seed. And so what I do when I cut off a relationship, um, and I know you had something good to say about different seasons and stuff, but when I choose not to have a relationship with somebody because of the choices and decisions that they're making and they don't align with my beliefs, I pray that God will put somebody else into their lives to water that seed that is already planted. And we know that God has a plan for everybody. So I try to think that I can help everybody. And I know you feel yeah, that way I too. Yeah, I definitely feel that way as well. <laughs> But I have to humble myself knowing that I'm 
not the only person that's going to lead these people to Christ. And we just have to trust in God that he's going to continue to put those people in their lives to water those seeds so that their faith can grow. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you alluded to this. So I have always um, been told that um, people come and go and they're there for, um, they could be there for a short season. They could be there for a long season. And um, I was, I've just been reminded over and over again that, you know, when you have to end a relationship or walk away from a relationship or whatever, that you need to remember that, you know, they were there for a season and they were there for a reason. And God puts these people into our lives for these certain seasons. And, you know, sometimes it's a hard realization that they're not there forever, but, you know, they do have a reason and that's why you've had that relationship with them. Yeah, that's really good. It reminds me about the relationships I had at different duty stations when my husband was in the military. And um, yeah, God put some good people in my life, but they're no longer in my life on an everyday basis. So God put them there for that season. So I really love that. Um, And then wrapping up Hosea with Hosea 9, well, our reading for the day, all I got was God is mad. (laughs) He is really, really mad. And his chosen people continue to ignore him. And it says in verse 16 that God says, if they give birth, I will slaughter their beloved children, not just punishment on those living, but also punishment on children that are unborn. And when I read stuff like this, this actually was kind of in my reading for November, the day that we filmed for November. But I know how much God loves his children. And so to hear what he wants to be done, you know that the people of Israel have really made God mad. Um, But I just keep thinking, like, why did the people of Israel not turn to God? Like, they're hearing this word that even their unborn children are going to be slaughtered. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that just... hard to hear that. Yeah, it really stood <laughs> out to me. That, w- I, that would make me turn and follow God. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want any ill will on my children. Um, so Third John 1, this is a letter that he wrote to somebody that he called... Um, his dear friend. And he is thanking Gaius for being so faithful to God in welcoming and helping and being kind-hearted to all these traveling teachers that pass through. But there was a man that was not acting this way. And so in verse 11, it says, Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children. And those who do evil prove that they do not know God. So this is just a great illustration of how we need to live our lives because we're going to come in contact with strangers all the time whether it's at your work meeting new people, at church, your kid's school, the grocery store. It is our job as Christians to portray to everybody and live 
not just portray, but live that life that Jesus lived. And he was kind and he was forgiving. And he was also a servant to lots of people. So this was just a great reminder on um, how to live your daily life. Absolutely. Uh, Did you have anything on that? Um, No, I didn't. Okay. Just the same verse you did. Yeah. So So Psalms uh, 126 we read verses one through six. And in these six verses, the poet is describing nothing but happiness and grateful astonishment because God had actually, his his people were in captivity in Zion and he led them out of captivity. And I just thought to myself, how overwhelming must it have been? Like they knew that they were going to be led out of captivity and God was going to save them. But on that day, I bet it was just such an overwhelming celebration and joyous feeling that they had. Did yes. you have anything? Yeah. So for me, um, the word joy st- stood out to me. There were so many references to joy in all of these verses that we read. And it just makes me try to remember that, you know, we need to be joyful even in the hard seasons and the hard things that we're going through and, you know, always remain joyful. Yes. Yeah. And that will help you get through the hard seasons. Yeah. Definitely will help you get through those hard times in your life. Um, And then we're just going to end with Proverbs 29. We read verses 12 and 13. I only highlighted verse 12. And it says, if a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisors will be wicked. So leaders are supposed to promote good, but not all leaders do. Leaders can either promote good or they can promote evil. And this just made me so thankful to be part of Gold Creek where we have Pastor Dan that knows the word of God so well. He is so bold and strong in his faith, and he is not the type of leader that is going to let evil or lies corrupt anything in our church. And so I love that because especially when you're in a leadership position in a church, I think that's a huge responsibility. Absolutely. And so it's very important to make sure that we can differentiate between the lies and what is good because it can spread like wildfire and we definitely don't want evil or lies to spread like wildfire. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Krista, for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yes. It's our (laughs) Our last 365 of the year. I know. Crazy. So um, thank you guys all for joining us online. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your year. And it's not too late to stay on track. We are almost done. And it's a huge accomplishment. And all that it's going to do is help to grow your faith and to get you closer to God by reading God's word every single day. Exactly. So. Thank you guys. Bye.